Welcome, welcome, everybody. I am back. We are back. Radio Peligrosa podcast is back with episode three. And I first want to apologize for slacking it in March. I uh, I had a thing called South by Southwest happen and <laughs> I couldn't really do much after. I got sick after, so. But I'm back and we have awesome guests and uh, today we have a great guest. Um, so here he is. His name is Joaquin. Hello. <laughs> Don't worry, fucking. We'll, 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 we'll uh, insert um, like people cheering or whatever. I would love that. No, we'll do it. We Can have it a be huge... like soccer, like. Oh. Ole, ole. Dude, <laughs> that's hard. Now you're talking. We are the champions. Um. So how are you, man? I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's tell the people who who is Joaquin and uh, and whatnot. Damn, that's tough. I gotta talk about myself. All right. <laughs> um, I am Joaquin. I am a 26 year old. Uh, Where are you from? Music person. I'm uh, Venezuelan. Venezuela. Yeah. Born awesome. and raised. Born and raised in Venezuela, huh? Yeah. That's crazy, man. I want to talk to you more a little bit later on the show of you being. When did you? What What age did you move to? You moved to Houston after, right? No, I actually moved to Puerto Rico when I was uh, like 14 and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, I lived in Puerto Rico for a year and a half. Is that where you're from, Orion? Uh, half. Yeah, Orion got like four destinations. Oh, that's what's half. the other half? Germany, half, Panama, <laughs> Colombia, and Puerto Rico. No, my mom's Puerto Rican, my dad's Colombian. I was oh, born in that. Panama. Oh. Bro, that's crazy, right? That's fire. I that's know, so that fire. is pretty fire. Yeah. Represent all he the thinks world. I'm, I'm making fun of him, which I am a little, but I think that's fire too. I, I think that's super fire. Yeah, it is. The day that matters to me, Louis. <laughs> the day that matters. Oh, of course, everybody. I forgot <laughs> yeah. to say Odeon is here because Odeon has to be here or else this podcast wouldn't happen. I'm here just in case anything goes wrong. Or he also <laughs> checks all our facts and stuff, so just uh, make sure, so we could yeah so we were we were doing a background check on Joaquin <laughs> we're doing no like dude like, you need my social security or you already got that no no like it, 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 we just want to get something right we like just, a year we just want to hear your version we got all your info That's um good. cool man so you moved to to Puerto Rico and then you moved to Houston after I moved to Houston yeah and that's Houston, where Texas uh, H-Town Southwest is that where uh where you started doing the music thing, or were you already doing it in in Puerto Rico and nah, as man. a kid? Or um, I mean, growing up, like my whole mom's side of the family is all musicians. Oh, fire! Yeah, like my grandfather used to have like a jazz radio station, and like he was a jazz musician. And Your mom's Venezuelan? In, in Venezuela? Yeah, yeah, in Venezuela. Wow. Um, yeah, my, I'm like, yeah, everybody's Venezuelan. Like I'm, yeah, I'm full of like, Fire. which is not like, it's also a melting pot over there. So like, you know, I have like, like my last name is French, but I don't know anybody French in my family. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's how it is. It's how it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, but that's. Do you that's, remember the radio station? The name of the radio station? I have no idea. It was like way before I was born. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he, I never even met him. But that's cool. You come from a line of musicians. Yeah. So like, yeah, basically like my home, my whole mom's side of the family is musicians, and I never like I, from when like when I was young before I started moving around. I I used I used to play electric guitar probably for like a year. I played drums. I played the flute in school growing up. You know, 
That's the cool. They yeah, yeah, yeah. School. yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to be in the choir for a little nice. bit. So I did like a little bit of everything. I, 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 my, my brain has always been so scattered that I never really like focused on that. I never really picked up one thing and like ran with it. With one thing I did actually, I played golf for eleven years. Which is yeah, crazy. Yo, yeah, I would have never guessed. <laughs> yeah, that. it's wild. It's do like you still a, play? No, actually, I, I do want to pick it up again because now that I'm older, like. I was always told that it's good for business. And, like, now that I'm older, I'm, like, starting to do my own thing. I'm like, damn, if I played golf, I would probably make some good connections. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's, that's what, how you get to, like, you know. That's hilarious, man. It's that's hilarious. A, yeah. This is why I love this podcast, that's, man. That's, that's, what, that's, like, what I, I guess, stuck to the longest in my life yet. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it in, like, three years, though. But that's probably, like, one of the things I, I stuck to the longest. Um so you so you moved here and um so i moved out here uh i got a little day job and like after months of being a slob because me and my homie were both like depressed at the time so you know we did what depressed people do and just party and not really do take much. care of yourself too yeah, hard yeah, 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 yeah but like through that i met um uh my homie on anywho so which so i moved here doing photos right and then i went to this party my homie was like yo let's go to this party it's a magazine release party and i was like oh that sounds really cool let's go <laughs> and then when i go it was like oh many who was throwing a house party to to release his clothing store clothes human influence which was here yeah here in austin oh, wow. and it was it was dope like the house like he had a dj inside and performances in the backyard and like a room had art another room had fashion like it was just really cool i had never experienced something like it and that was like the first party he had ever done like under human influence or anything and i was like damn this is super dope and i didn't even meet him that night and then the day after i dm'd him on instagram like yo like let's link up i just moved out here i do photography i took some photos of him we walked downtown we clicked became homies and then we built up human influence which we did parties like everywhere in austin and like a lot of diy events dope that's where like my di like that's why i still like doing like more elevated diy events is because like that's where i came like that's how that's how i came into the city and like we just started doing like chicken collective right. clear out the collective and like throw on an art show with music and like you know just things Fire. like that around the city um and it, it, that that's really like how I started building my network and what kind of like pushed me to like really take. I was at first just doing photography for it, then I started getting into like the graphic design, and then like you know throwing. I was always involved in throwing the events, and then one day um, my camera broke. Like <laughs> after like two years, like a year and a half of being with Human Influence, um, my camera broke. Damn. And I was depressed. I was like fuck dude this is all i had in my life is <laughs> camera and like i saved up like i didn't even really save up i just got in a decent job and like i spent irresponsibly like most of my paycheck like what well, i had allocated i knew that that paycheck that was coming in the two weeks that i was gonna spend the money on a camera so like i say saved up but it wasn't really saved up i just kind of like you know and like it's called a d uh, deductible yeah so <laughs> it's called the iou <laughs> if you're running your own business uh, yeah i owe me um so 
like a week before that check came, uh, my friend Peyton Long. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Uh, uh, Peyton. Peyton Long. He's yes, he lives in uh, producer. Yeah, yeah. He lives in New York he's now. A, he's, a he's in LA now. LA. But LA. So he had just moved to New York like two months prior to that, and like he was my like my homie. Like right. we're just friends. Um, and he was coming back into town, and he had this cool place like on Guadalupe on 30th. And it was like a super dope house that we used to throw parties at. And I was like, yo, hey, he still had the house. And I was like, yo, when you come back, can, can we throw a party at your house? I'll organize it. He's like, yeah, dude. He's like, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah, dude. Like, if you don't pay him, like, you know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Just like, so he Let's just let me, let me throw the party. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, cool. Do whatever you want. I'm like, all right, bet. And I was like, hmm, what do I want to DJ? At this time, I didn't really know. DJs and the ones that I knew weren't good. I was like, damn, everybody's trash. Like, I don't want nobody to DJ. <laughs> and then I thought of my homie Travis, who's a good DJ, but I also just had my, at that point, I already had my own vision of what I wanted the party to sound like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, Travis, hey, you want to DJ this party that I'm throwing? But here's the thing <laughs> I'm going to stand by you the whole time. I'm going to tell you what songs to play. Oh my God. He's like, nah. <laughs> He's like, but I'll teach you how to DJ. And <laughs> nah. He's like, <laughs> and I literally like that same day went over to his crib and like we sat there for six hours and he taught me how to DJ. And I was like, oh my God. I was already the guy who like takes the ox at the house parties. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like, and I get excited over showing people music. And I'm always li- like, I've always been music. Like that's the one thing constant. Like I've always listened to music like avidly and I'm a big music guy. And like, the second I started DJing and like the people at the house were like vibing and I had been there for like six hours and I was like, that's what I, I want to do Play a house party. Absolutely. Yeah. So I bought a fucking DJ SR with the fucking money that I had saved up with the camera. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like, then I started DJing and I never bought a camera. Fuck. And then like, shit just you know, happens, like, man. Yeah. That's like, like Louie uh, selling the same pair of shoes for like holding the same, Five hundred dollars and some shoes, and then buying a new pair of shoes and then selling them and then buying a new pair. And then no, it's actually yeah. like me when I got a guitar for my birthday when I was sixteen, <laughs> and two months later I was like, nah, I want turntables, and I got dude, I got so grounded because I didn't even ask permission. My mom bought it for my birthday, and I fucking got turntables. And Dang, she, every time though, that's she remembers. She's like, I regret getting mad at you because look what you're doing now. You know, so that's it's pretty fire. Yeah, that's dope. That's uh, dope. There, there is like a thing they used to do in the old days in Germany where there would be one guy playing the music and another guy choosing the music. Fire. Yeah, I mean, fun, I can't imagine that some people. I, yeah. I actually, I know. <laughs> I know a DJ who does that out here. Really? Yeah. We'll talk about it later. That's crazy. I mean, good but for... But in an interesting way. Yo. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was always any curious hustle. how that would work. Yeah, no, anything. Yeah, no, I, I respect whatever. That, yo, yeah, like, yeah. do whatever. If you DJ off an ox and the people fuck with you, right. DJ May, your Maybe I could be like uh, like 70 and DJ shit that I don't know, but I'll hire people that Somebody do to know. Somebody like curate your playlist. Uh, yeah, yeah, be like fucking... You yeah. jump on Fiverr, you can find anybody. Yeah. Hopefully by then I'll be a cyborg. I'm gonna I'm gonna go pay somebody fifteen dollars to write your eulogy after this. Yeah. (laughs) My God, I am not DJing Tom Seventy. All right. Um, let's keep going. Yeah. So, 
that so transition you from start, uh now you decided not buy a camera you got a um a controller. controller and you're djing uh parties out in west campus um at what point do you start like doing music edits so or how did that transition from playing to so yeah so i started you? so when i started djing i kind of like really started like wanting to I, I, I like kind of started losing focus on human influence, like not on a like a I didn't like it or nothing. Like I was just I was just so enthused by the fact that I found something new. And like I was like, damn, this is tight. And like I really just wanted to I was started just focusing on myself a lot. And I kind of like lost grasp of it. Mm-hmm. And like with this, I decided to part ways. And like that, I mean, who's still like one of my best friends and like still all love, like nothing I just needed to Absolutely. I just needed to like you got to work on you. Yeah, I just needed to do that. Um I you know parties at West Campus, the co-op parties. Um at the 21st Street co-op. Yeah. Crazy. I threw That's crazy. I mean, that's basic that like when I first moved to Austin was doing parties, it was over there like I mean, we were at 25th and Leon. All that stuff is like it's it's remodeled world. now. It, but. Like I would never step ground there again. Like, <laughs> bro, the, the the West Campus that we were partying in. Like, I don't know how some people made it out of there, dude. No, <laughs> man, it's I've heard some crazy stories. No, yeah, and, I and mean, like, it's dude. You're young, man. We're all young, and you really want to go party, party. Like, yeah. you're you. Well, just that's where you left your, your parents. I mean, you, yeah, you, you so like I was throwing some crazy. Like, so the first party. So about. A month and a half into me starting the TJ, and sorry that I, I'll get to the question of production. Um, I, I started about like DJing, and then like a month later was my birthday, and I wanted to throw a party for my birthday, and it was called. I I created this concept. It was called my my friends are talented. That was the name of the show, and it had this band called Toast Party, Omenihu, and the Bishops, and then like. I was doing a secret DJ set and it was like my fourth DJ set ever. And I gave myself like the 12 to two slot (laughs) and like the party had like 400 people. It was insane. Like the room was, were you there? Or like, have you heard about it? Or like, well, you've thrown parties. Yeah. You've thrown parties at 21st co-op or DJ there before. Oh yeah, I mean, but this is probably ten years ago. But it's still yeah. the same building. It's still the same. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, big yeah. venue like that. that's like on the second floor. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That that it was packed. Yeah. Like you couldn't move the the balcony around it, and it was crazy, crazy, crazy. I I had never experienced it, that. And it was my birthday party. That's what it was. It was my birthday party, and I just put a lineup on it, and I didn't put myself on the lineup, and then like. Show ends at 12 and I start DJing at 12. And mind you, I'm still like pretty trash. Mm-hmm. But everybody was hammered. And I just start <laughs> DJing and the room is shaking. And people were just like, the energy was insane. And like my first, my only other sets I had done before that were at the house party and at DJ at a yoga studio right before that. Hilarious. So we're from the yoga studio set mm-hmm. with people like sitting down and hanging out <laughs> to DJing this massive party at 21st Co-op with all these drunk college kids going crazy. And I was like, that's when I was like, damn, I have fire tasting music. 
I'm about to eat. <laughs> and like, that's really what like, I, I was like, damn, like I need to do this. And then. How did it shift to the, to your part? Like the new wave parties. That was, that came like six months into me DJing. I posted a, uh, a story on, on, on Instagram and I was like, man, these bars and these clubs need to stop sleeping on me. <laughs> and uh, That's what we've all been there. <laughs> and Chris Cates and Jose from One World Wide Austin mm-hmm. put me in a group message because mm-hmm. be, while all this happens, <laughs> I'm good friends with them and we're both coming up. Like One World Wide and yeah. me. You know like, who they are, Odeo? Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, they're cool. And so then awesome. like... Uh, over email, I don't know if we've met in person. You have to, you have to meet them. They... Jose loves you. Uh, yeah, he he's awesome. I need a, yeah, I should bring Jose, Jose right? I yeah, should you should definitely bring them. I would love to hear their story because, dude, um, they're killing. They're killing. Whatever killing they post it. is going to do well. Yeah, it's crazy. So, like, they they both, they put me in a group message. And they're like, give us a list of places you want to DJ at. And, like, I had thrown a party at the Eastern. And it was, like, one of my favorite parties I had thrown. And I was like, I want to... The Eastern was like the first on the list, and I had already like I knew Heath, one of the owners, and because of that last event, so I gave him his email, and they emailed him from the one where what email, and they were like, "Hey, um, you should, you know, like talked about me, like basically pitched me to the bar, and he gave me Thursdays, and nice. then Thursdays went really good, and like they were like blowing up, they were like I was hitting capacity on Thursday." And then you got one day he's like, yeah, he's like, yo, you want to do Saturday? So I was like, yes, this is all I've been wanting. This is what I've been working with. Like, yes, thank you. And that, <coughs> that residency became a collective to everything. And is, just through is that, that where you met like Sage and stuff too? Yeah, that? that's where I met a lot of. I'm going to have Sage here pretty soon too. Yeah. I already talked to him. I think next um, week. Yeah. And then like in the background. So in terms of producing, I have I had just picked up producing when I started the new wave. Maybe like maybe like three months before I started the new wave, I started producing. Um basically <clears throat> I had picked up producing originally in twenty twelve. I had a MacBook and I downloaded Ableton and I was YouTubing how to sample how to uh sample beats like Kanye West and <laughs> how to sample like Jay Dilla. Mm-hmm. But it was just like the technique, like how yeah. to chop a sample and put it on your shit. And like I was n- making beats, but none of it sounded like something I would even press like on. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yo, you should hear our MySpace beats. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, they just erased them all. I know, man. Bro, I heard. That's they tragic, were man. So. Oh, I'm kind of glad because my, my MySpace was still out there and I, <laughs> I don't know how to get into it because yeah. I don't have access to it. Well, it's gone. So, yeah, I'm happy about that. Man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no, I get your, your it. Your top eight are probably still there. <laughs> your top eight friends. I don't need to hear about this, okay? Um, <laughs> I, think Louis, I think Louis in my top eight. My cousin. Oh, damn, that's crazy. Nick-nack. Man. That's crazy. Um, Shout out MySpace. So well, that's that? dope. Yeah. And, and and that's where the new wave um, record labels came out of, well, right? Well, so I was doing, I, in 2012, I picked up producing. And I was doing the Ableton shit, and I was doing the, the I was trying, I was trying to figure out, and none of these beats sounded like what I wanted, but I was still trying. Um, one day I was bored, and I was like, I'm gonna download FL Studios. That seems like the easiest one to learn. I watched a 40 minute video, and like followed every little thing that he did. 
it was from like 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Next day, I remember sending him who the first beat I made. And he's like, wait, what the fuck? You just made this? Telling like, you, dude. And then I was like, that's when I started producing. It was like, and then I started making beats. Awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and you already had the new wave, though. Uh, trans- no, I, w- I started the new wave like three weeks later. So, And then you made it a record. Yeah. Label. So basically, I did it one night. I did the first night, which was like packed as fuck. And it was really cool. But it was just me in that black room with nothing to it. Yeah, it and we all don't know the Eastern. It's a garage. It's a garage. Yeah, it's yeah. a garage that fits probably like sixty people in there. Ah oh, man, Bro, that's asking gen- for it. You're generous. <laughs> like, 45, 50. 45. 45, 50. The whole place, like the patio, is oh, like oh, that's the, like a hundred. The whole place oh, is yeah. like hundred twenty. But I think. the little garage, but the little garage 45, is tiny. Yeah, so and like, it feels dope. Yeah, it feels crazy in there because you don't have to have a shit ton of people to pack it out. Mm-hmm. So it just makes the energy just. Crazy! I, you played over there, right? I played out there. I, I played I, over there. For I a think while it too. was it was. It's been there a year before Volstead, or maybe two, maybe something like that. So yeah, I I don't know about so, that man. because I've only been here for like three and a half years. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that room, and I'm like, fuck, like this is super dope. The next day, I was just like giving myself feedback, and I'm like, hmm, how can I like like I don't want to just have a DJ residency and like not do anything. Because I didn't have a lot of, I was I didn't have a lot going on for me, right. other than that. that How are you that. gonna stand out? Yeah, that was really like my main thing, and I really wanted to just like do this shit. And like I was like, so I have this opportunity of like at a pretty popping place in a prime spot, and like it's just perfect for me to like be able to build myself. So I was like, I'm just gonna put my all into this. And there's a flat screen TV behind the DJ booth. I was like, shit, nobody uses this when they're DJing. I'm going to, though. So I made a fake TV channel called The New Wave TV. And it was just like, I would just rip videos of YouTube every week. And like my homie PD, like, he, he, like it eventually became to my homie PD putting them together for me. But like initially, I was like, I made a fake commercial promoting the, the event as a TV show. Yeah. And like I ripped YouTube videos from like old freestyles, all like commercials hot ones interviews and like just sped him up and put him on the tv so behind me you yeah. had the new wave tv so i was like i was djing you also had this mm-hmm. visual yeah and we, then yeah, i yeah. also like had my projector on the side wall with like the logo really big and like cool visuals akira or whatever the fuck it was anything and just like playing um then eventually like pd started helping me all do all that and like that I was doing all the flyers, like most of the new, like 90% of the flyers for that whole year and three months that I did the new wave at the Eastern. It was all me, like mostly all me. And if not, it was my homie Sober um, from Houston. He's yeah, out here now, but, but it's not DJ Sober. Oh, so there's DJ Sober from Dallas. Yeah. I'm a homie Sober. He still has his 5-0 B-E-R. And he oh, makes, right. he's actually awesome at making flyers. He's the one that's making yeah. all our flyers for the Wolves. Yeah, he's like... He, it's funny that they have the same, I'm friends with both of them. And like when I first met DJ Sober, I was like, yo, just so you know, there's this guy. <laughs> I have another but friend like, named Sober. I have another friend. But like that's been his name since we were in high school. And like he's a graffiti artist, which is funny because DJ Sober is a graffiti artist too. Yeah. But they're like completely different realms. Absolutely. Like my homie makes like boom bat beats and like he's like artsy. Like he, 
which DJ Sober is too, but he's, you know, they're different people. and they're stylistically different people and also the, literally different people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I just, when I, when I first met DJ Sober, that's like one of the first things I told him. I was like, yo, I just want to clear the air before you find out that there's, because see, my homie's like coming up too hard in the graphic design game. And I'm like, you got to like, let him know, you know? Yeah, so I'm like, don't, I just, don't let my homies get in a cease and desist battle yeah. over here. Yeah, so like I had to look out for the homie. You know about that. Uh, Odeon, yeah. Odeon has a cease and desist. I know a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> there was where was the DJ Odeon from? I don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, fuck that guy. I want to ask you though. Would you say your first one of your first parties is all my friends are talented? That was kind of your first endeavor into like promoting a party. That was my first solo. I had. Mm. It, it, my first endeavor into promoting parties and throwing yeah. parties was Human Influence. Yeah, yeah. But my first solo venture was that. So I, I guess like we're. My question is: Were you using strictly Instagram? Were you doing like what kind of promotion were you doing I, I, with I, the branding that you were doing? Yeah. Because because uh, what I'm hearing is like every pretty much every endeavor since the photography is is like you embraced the thematic idea of yeah. of a having more meaning into the art that you're doing yeah and i'm curious how you disseminated some of that maybe maybe going back to to human influence or you could even start with new wave or whatever yeah i mean that definitely like human influence and like working with omeni who taught me that mm -hmm. like we we grew we like found all these things out together like we yeah. came up and like you know we both had thrown parties before but they're just parties but then like we got into the into mixing art and music that's just w what it all was mm -hmm. um so yeah like human influence was my first like when i first started like really caring about like the whole experience not just one thing um and then my friends are talented was really just like i just wanted to throw a birthday party but i wanted to make it cool yeah i'm like so you kind of took that whole work and condensed it yeah. down for an event as yeah as opposed to having like a whole yeah. brand about it how important is it for you to do something um and be in control of the branding it's very it's it's very important like for me especially now just because i think that's what separates me and that's what's taken me where i'm at is the fact that i'm that i've been able to just like brand my things in a unique certain kind of way and like pave my own lane and i, I just have i have a vision that's like I'm, I'm, I'm like 360. You know, like I yeah. care about every single aspect there is to the event, and that's why, like, that's why the TV came around, and that's why the projector came around, and then like another thing that I had, another big aspect too that like I think is something that drew people a lot to is I was bringing out a new guest every single Saturday. So I first did my homie T the Tita. Mm -hmm. He did. Which is, he's doing amazing yeah now. he's blowing Dude, up we heard him yeah he's he's local he's from Austin. he's local but he's, he's, he's blowing up like so so you um so, how did you come across was he coming to your parties yeah like i met him That's through human dope. influence parties yeah and like we became homies awesome. um so like we had already been how do you spell his name t-e-e-t-a um he he's great yeah, yeah, um, he's amazing. If if y'all don't, um, y'all so vocalist, producer. He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Yeah. Um. So I f I brought him just like because I kind of wanted I wanted people to see what I thought of. Right. 
I was like, I want y'all to see what I created. I wanted to make sure that people knew that it wasn't going to be what it was the last time. You wanted something new all the time. I wanted, I wanted for people. Well, I, that's why I got this, the guest that night. I was, I got the Tita just to have like make people come and like, cause he's my homie and just to add like cool aspect to it. And then like, he just did like two songs. It was like a special guest type thing during like a DJ night. And like, that was super dope. Like I was like, damn, like he killed it. Like people loved it. And then I was like, I'm gonna bring another guest the week after. And but the next week I brought a DJ with me because I was like, damn, I'm DJing four hours plus I'm putting in all this work with a flyer and like setting oh. up and doing all this shit. <laughs> I'm like, like uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> man, I needed somebody to DJ with. It is nice to yeah. have a guest. So I was like, fuck it. I started bringing all my DJ homies. Even every from week. Houston, right? Yeah, from so it started like I only knew three DJs when I started the new wave, or something like that. Like and like. I invited one DJ and I was like, the, I, I committed myself publicly. I was like, <laughs> I'm bringing out a new guest yeah. every week. And then I was like, fuck, how I don't would even you know that many people? Yeah. Or how would you, um, how would you trust them? Like, how would you know they were good DJs? You already just the word, people of mouth? Who re- word of mouth. Yeah. And like the people who recommended it to me, I, so like it became like, I was, inti- I was, I was scared. I was like, fuck, I just committed to bringing out somebody new. I didn't think, I didn't think this through. And I got to do this every week. But then, like, I literally, I booked every week. And I just kept meeting people. And then people were hitting me on the DMs. Mm-hmm. And, like, next thing you know, I have DJ Spinderella's daughter DJing with me. I have Will You Be My Friend from Dallas DJing with me. I have DJ Sober is my homie now. I'm like, Nine Sage. Um, Hiram. Morgan oh, yeah. Morgan. Hiram's the homie. Like, dude, I was a fan of Hiram. And then, like, next thing you know, like, more i have morgan morgan and hiram djing with me and like they're some of my closest friends and then now from we there, fucking worked it tri- yeah it and trickled that, to yeah. all the other like selection sound kind of vibe i mean i've always done like that that's something that i had always been into like well not always because that's new but like since I had, it, like since the human influence days that's kind of like the sound that we always kind of like went for yeah and it just so happened that they weren't the same shit in houston and we all just kind of like teamed up and just became like a bigger network. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how you, how you would describe the new wave sound. So the new wave sound is a collective and record label. That's just what it is. But what, um, what kind of sound do you or do you oh, like, like the sound? Yeah, yeah, like the new wave but, sound. Yeah. So, okay, so the new the collective is called New Wave Sound. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> that's like um, eclectic, like soulful music. Uh, new, like newer house, like it, like older music that you might have forgotten about. That you, you know, is nostalgic. It's I, I call it it's, synth soul. Is that yeah, what you call it? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, that's what I call it. So, so it's kind of a- speeding up till you know the most recent days. You've you're throwing really great parties at the last straw. And at Shed Barber, and at the Line Hotel, um, but you're also throwing like these, which is dope because I could go after I'm done at the club. Is throwing like these one-off uh, after-hours parties. Yeah. So basically, I um, it kind of all started bubbling up in terms of like, all right, 
the Eastern might be constricting me and limiting me. Like, not them as people, but, like, me being there, having to be there every Saturday with, like, I wanted what I wanted to do. Like, it's when I did this thing called Friends Only. That's, like, the first one-off venture that I did since starting the new wave. And it was, like, an open bar secret location thing that got, that caught on, like, wildfire. And we had a line of, like, 300 people outside oh, the whole wow. night. It was crazy. Um, like, I did that, and I, and I was like, shit, like, I need to do more of this type of shit. And I kind of slowly, like, I started doing more pop-ups like that. And then it got to the point where I was like, damn, like, the new wave itself, like the new wave, what it, I said what it was, mm-hmm. which was a Saturday residency was limiting me and it was watering down my other shit. And like, I wanted to be able to focus more time into like just those things like that. So fast forward to like a year and a half, a year and like three months into it, I was like, I need to stop doing this. And I quit that and got that monthly residency at last straw um which is called b-sides the whole concept of that is that's my only residency where i don't bring any guests out it's called b-sides because it's like the music i don't really get to play on my other gigs Fire. it's like it's music that i i dig the whole month i'm on always have my headphones on and i'm just digging for music 24 7 for my b-sides set awesome. every month just because i play all new music every time mm-hmm. and like that that has been like a success i'm actually like we're actually gonna start doing like well i'm we're testing it out in april we're doing the day after we're doing brunch at last straw so it's gonna be like besides brunch but it's gonna be a day party Oof, that's a lot of um that's a lot of waking up and going to sleep i know late. but like everybody like everybody it'll be fire. i know it'll be so fire. everybody i know goes good to get brunch the everybody, next day buddy bro so, like, sunday's the new weekend still like it's still a yeah. Saturday and a Friday. And like, there's afternoon. DJs during brunch. That's not like a new thing, but I'm just doing this like thing where like I'm attaching it to the party and it's at the same place the party happens so- at. Yeah, you can come like pick up your car that you left at the yeah, bar. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> bro. You can come pick up your car. I don't have. I can leave my equipment overnight. How, yeah, you get, you get that, a second try, you know. saving face. <laughs> yeah, or so you can come. Let me, let me do yeah. the, the walk for your bylines. The walk yeah. of shame <laughs> back to the club. <laughs> yeah. when you walk, well, that's dope. Thanks yeah. for letting us know about that brunch. Uh, it's. Uh, I guess you're releasing. Your, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's one. That's a thing. Telling um, the world that you're that's, doing that. That's April 12th. This B sides on April 13th is the brunch um so for me i did I, st- I did that monthly and then i already have have become friends with chef barbara and i have already done parties with them and the line hotel got us to like throw a party there which was just called shed your worries and have a new wave it's just both of our slogans put together awesome um and, and that shed barber is on a uh, caesar chavez caesar and chavez uh, it's, it's like almost uh, pleasant um, valley no, right Cesar Chavez and uh, I don't know, fuck. man. It's something. It's by it's by like the Synth Shop. What's the Synth Shop? Uh, uh, Switch Switched on. on by Switch On. Yeah, it's like down like a couple spots down mm, that. I love that place. Yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. Fire. If you're here, go uh, to Switch On. Yeah. Check out your synthesizer. Cool. Bring it, super bring cool. It. Um, double, so double going to the Shed Barber, which is perfect because it leads us to the next topic. Um, is South by Southwest. You threw a sick ass party for South by Southwest there. 
Um, yeah. How did that go? Yo, that was crazy, man. That was like, crazy. That was <laughs> <laughs> That was like, I, so that was that open source and new wave. So basically open source is Morgan Morgan, Hiram, Nine Sage, and a couple other people. It's a group in Houston that also throws parties out there. Um, there they do it at White Oak Music Hall, and they fly out like new new producers every month and oh, DJs. Oh, fire! Um, so they're really dope, and I just like we had they had the idea for a long time. We were gonna we had teamed up. We teamed up, and we're like, great, yo, like let's throw party. a South by party. Hit up Shed when we're what we all kind of teamed up when we're what helped with the promotion, and of course us and like. Um, I did like all the creative direction for it, and then like my homie Sober did the art. Sober the from art. Dallas. No, sober from Houston. <laughs> I mean, sober from Houston. He's sober from Houston. Damn. Yo, um, uh, he which is dope because um, I mean, it's nothing that we haven't seen, but it's not I haven't seen it locally, which is awesome. Is that you've been setting up? The turntable, the the setup, the CDJs in the middle of the room, like, yeah, kind of like a boiler 1, room. One thousand percent always credit boiler room for that. And like, that's that dope shit though is that like, you brought it here and 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 it went well. Like yeah, it's going, like, it got a good reception. There's you know? a reason, like, and it's like not me off. Like I don't want to come off with some bopping boiler room. It's just like it's a it's, it's such a an engaging setup because it it, el- it eliminates the it eliminates the stigma behind like the dj booth i need to be behind him when you're in the when yeah like people get too excited about like wanting to be behind the dj booth like you get more requests when you're like out in the middle like that um no but somebody touched the the cdj somebody touched my i'm like bro somebody touched my table that's the i was that's the first time i've had ever had an issue with that setup oh dude he got kicked out i I saw this guy rage out oh i was pissed dude i was like hey get this guy the fuck out of here right now (laughs) and if you touch my shit anytime that's a warning yeah if you don't get slapped, you're getting kicked out and slapped, or one of the two. Yo, this guy was looking at it like if it was a hot pie that came out of the oven. Like he, <laughs> I saw him looking at that CDJ, really? and then I don't know where. <laughs> Bro, I was Yo, pissed. That's, fine, that's the only time I've ever had Party an issue with that. But so like that setup, like my, I've created an atmosphere where like if you come to my parties, you're here to hear new music and yeah. hear like. So like I'm and I'm and I'm blunt. Whenever people ask me like, "Yo, hey, can I do a request?" I'm like, "I don't take requests." I'm very like mm-hmm. cold about it because that's the only people understand it, and I don't want to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. But that's the only way they won't be like, "But there's this this time just this once." I'm like, "Nah." Like, nah, you let it slide once, and it, yeah, like, and I just I, and I've created that atmosphere yeah. where like, and most people know like when you come to my shit, like I'm featuring probably producers or like really unique DJs, and like. You want to come hear some new shit. Like, if you come to my shit, you're like, that's what I want you Don't to come go out with. to New Wave asking for sicko mode. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, you'll play that dope remix that you. Yeah, the, like, the, and the, I mean, if somebody wants to play that, that's fine. Like, but I'm not, don't ask for it. Don't ask right, right, me. Right. Yeah. Don't ask me because I'm definitely not going to play it. Yeah, it's, it's that's what it is. Like, when they ask me, and when I'm playing the same kind of music and they ask me, and they pretty much know it's going to happen. So why ask me? Yeah. You know, if yeah. I'm playing like like a lot of rap, yeah. like don't ask me to play a song that you know is probably going to come on yeah. because it, everybody expects it to play. Dude, just, and, oh, no. Like, you know what I hate, bro? Like, 
so I, I was teaching at the line on Saturday and somebody came up to me. Yeah. And and they I was doing a disco set. I was DJ so like I was doing a disco portion of my set was all disco. And this girl comes up to me and she's like, "Hey, can you play booty work?" And I was like, "Oh my god." I don't god. take requests. And she's like, "Come on, we had like a whole vibe here going on before you came here." And I'm like, "Well, I have a whole vibe going on right now. Like, come on." And she came up to me like four times the same night while I'm playing disco, asking me to play Booty Work by T-Pain. I'm like, look, that's a classic. I get it, but you don't. And that's why you're not DJing right now. Um, Those parties that look really cool, I wish I could go, but I'm always working. No, I feel that, bro. It's like on the rooftop of the Lane Hotel, right? Not the rooftop, but like the lobby. But you could see it's like on the second floor or something or no? No, that's P6. That's like their upstairs oh, oh, they have okay. a they do have a rooftop bar cool yeah um what else did you play for south by you did peligrosa house i did i actually yeah i did peligrosa last house. minute peligrosa bros I, I did i i turned down every gig like i think peligrosa is the only thing i did other than my That's party oh i did bum b's birthday party oh, nice. yeah but oh, that was like a new way sound thing like i just let zaylin perform with me cool yeah well we'll get more into your artists later that's dope uh that you you have these awesome artists that i want everybody to listen to on the podcast, uh, talking about Peligrosa House, Orion, did you have fun throwing it? Fun times. <laughs> I asked Orion because uh, he puts all the work in it, man. I mean, we I helped tell. a lot. Manny helped a lot. Like, shout out to Manny for uh, throwing. Shout for, out, young Manny, for doing. He did all the the. He pl- Manny Manny Everybody did their job actually, <laughs> and um, thank you to all the guests that came out and played. Honestly, that shit was awesome bro like every fucking day there was a great guest and we just had a great time and yeah, and, I mean, and, and it's legendary how long have you been knowing that for i think this past year was our year 10 of the, like the south Pel- by of south by not of peligrosa of just south by. Yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. that's yeah. a lot you know and that's, well crazy. no for of peligrosa because has for it south always by, been at the same place about, it's been about 14, 15 years for me for South by. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No, for Peligrosa, Peligrosa South yeah, by yeah, is what yeah, I'm saying. Has and it always been at the same place? No. No, no man. Like, since we've been at the the North Door with two, two, three years, and the North Door is the only venue that we, has been like the best situation. Bro, for us. we used to play at Chupacabra next to Jackalope. And um, uh, they used well for South by it's tough, dude. And oh then, yeah, that's a that's a popping. I spot. mean, we would play anywhere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and, we and would have to move out the chairs and the tables, and then bring them back in from a restaurant to a club. The sound after setting like set up the PA from a container half a block away and break it down like, mm. but and then like do that four days in a row, do day parties the same four days, and then go like at to the Amtrak station and like oh, pop God. open the back of a U-Haul and do a party over there. Now I'm just like four nights. I don't do anything during the day. Just do four nights, my little party, have a good time, call it a day. Yeah, yeah. So again, it was awesome. The merch, yeah, I'll probably put really together well. a Spotify playlist of some some of our. I wanted to get stuff. into that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing not right now. Everybody that played has releases like that on Spotify yet, but hopefully soon. Oh yeah, I got. I, I'll give you some stuff. Yeah, please. Yeah, do you have stuff on Spotify? Stuff everywhere, boy. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no. Well, I just wanted to talk a little bit about our, you know, the party we threw. I think it's worth 
talking about Peligrosa House as much as effort we put in it. You know, no, it you fire, like, man. I like I played like super early and it was so good. It was so good. Dude, I think you were like the last addition <laughs> to the party the, the, as far as like my spreadsheets go. I shouldn't have slept. I should have gotten in. in hey, nah, that's fine. There's I, always you, next. You're year. doing your own thing, too. You know, and that well, honestly looks so, look, too, so like. Know? I turned everything down for South by. I literally like I did Bumpy's birthday because I'm from Houston. Right. And I, I did like, one other thing uh, with Samsung because it was like well paid. Oh yeah, uh, I did that too. Yeah, oh yeah, you did that, did that too. Yeah. last minute. Shout out Samsung. Shout out <laughs> Samsung. Fuck Atrium though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he doesn't even. He hasn't even gotten an invite. I just bro. got the invite. I just got the invite. I don't bro, even want to look at it. Bro, you are about to go through driver's ed. All right, nah, man. You do you shout out Samson though. Do you, hey. <laughs> do you enjoy to write? You enjoy writing? Mm, I don't write. Okay, so you're yeah. not gonna like. Yeah, I but, hate you're not gonna like this. <laughs> but I mean, it's not. It's not like. But you'll get your money. But, yeah. So I did the Samsung thing. I did because that was like a last Bumpy minute. Thing. Like you know, that was at the Bumpy thing. Was at the Native, right? It was at Native. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was like, and that was like a thirty minute set too. That was like quick. And like, but mm -hmm. I turned everything down. I was like, I just want to do Peligrosa on my own party. Oh, and just that's very sweet. Word. Yeah, and then I literally just did that, but my South by was crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You we. This is your third South by. No, this is no. This is my like seventh South by. Seventh Six South, South by. by. Not you. Not and then throwing and like new just waves. Coming. Throwing new waves during N South by. Last year I had already started the new wave, but I didn't do anything because mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was I, I needed Ready. to. So this is like year one of new wave of me South throwing. Yeah, fire. Well. Dude, that venue, I mean, Shed is great. And but you should you can get your RSVP up now for next year. <laughs> Yo, how many RSVPs did you have? Yeah, you gotta come on, like 7,000, right? What did you say? I'm saying Peligrosa House 2020 at the North Door. Yeah. Uh, next March. Yeah. You could, you'll I'm be able to RSVP on our blog soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link to RSVP uh, for you. You gotta book me right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Book Yo. me right now. Um. Yeah, we had seven thousand RCPs for that. That's great. That's tight, South man. by party. Um. Yeah, and then you just have to remember what to do with those emails. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who would you get become friends with? Um, the South by homie from Al uh, Workaholics. Oh yeah, I was hanging out with Blake oh, Anderson. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> like cool. more than one night though, huh? That yeah, was yeah, we hung out a couple nights. Cool. He's good. For, he's friends with um with uh with like my management team with Esteban. Cool. Um. Well, was my manager, um, and like, yeah, I was hanging out with like him, Atiba Jefferson, Shen Malto. Mm -hmm. It was cool. Like they're just regular ass people, man. Well, those it are was, awesome skateboarders too. Shen Malto and yeah. Atiba is a legendary photographer. Yeah, no, for sure. It was, it was, it was dope. Like, I mean, I felt like I was just hanging out with homies. Like, really, I like, I like, I don't like going crazy over people like that. Like, it's. Cause I I I see myself like just that's gonna be just what it is. Yeah. Soon, you, there's like, no amount of oh I yeah. love what you do. Let me be a part of it. That's gonna convince somebody other than just being true to yourself. And if something yeah. organically happens, it, it happens. Does, it's not. Yeah. You're not like bugging someone about exactly. This yeah. Like I was just hanging out with them, showing them a good time in Austin. Like I I don't expect anything out of it. Like we're we're just hanging out. It was it was a cool experience. Like I, I'm not gonna say it wasn't. Cause like we went to, I hadn't been six year in like two years, and we went to Jackalope, and like it was probably a bad idea, but I had so much fun. But it was also crazy to like see. I think that's your slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Always a bad idea, but so much fun. <laughs> well, but like, 
it was crazy to like you know just like just to like experience the fact that like I was walking around with people who are like pretty well known and like people were mobbing us. Mm-hmm. I'm like asking for photos and like Blake is super nice and we were all drunk and like he was talking to everybody and I was scared bro like people were my, it was five of us and like I'm the only one that's not like not known and I was like scared because I know how 6th Street gets through in South by did anybody but it was fun did anybody recognize you from the Instagram shoot in Houston <laughs> yeah everybody from that first party <laughs> yo okay so we gotta get out of South by uh Again, thank you, everybody, for coming from Peligrosa. Um, we're going to put the hats up on our uh, website soon. Oh, yeah, we made some new hats. Um, we have we don't have Disco's ones left, but we have the other three. Sold out of those. Um, and we'll post them soon. Um, next issue. Uh, let's talk a little about this. Uh, so Austin had a... Austin had a taco contest and Torchies won. What was that what poll the from? Fuck, it was like a Washington bro. Post poll or something? No, dude, it was just here. Bro, you I... know who voted in that? It's true. Let's... Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa, Odeon. What, what are you watching, bro? <laughs> uh, so I, I just want to... I'll tell you what I'm watching. It's uh, something that Nudie Dog sent me. Uh, and it's this lady talking about essentially how to, like, good practices of running a record label oh and she oh. goes over some kind of very important stuff i'll actually post it in the, in the blog post to and post it in my text message <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. um so yeah torchies won and i just wanted to say that's not true that's not true bro there's so many good tacos and that's why austin gets a bad stigma of like having bad food because these kind of things win but whatever i just wanted to bring it up how do y'all feel about it that shit lame I mean, I, I, w- I, w- I will say that the last four times that I've ordered from ta- or somebody's ordered um, torchies torchies from me, it's been um, the orders have been wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> and like, bro, and like, don't get me wrong, bro. Like, sometimes if you're I w- hungry, I want to. It's like yeah. they're American tacos. You know, they're like the American version of the taco. I guess they they've fucking blown up and they're like in other cities and shit. So it's like, you know, I feel like that's like, that pulls like the Grammys, you know? It's popularity contest, but not really what the best is. Right. Definitely True. a popularity contest and not And then a the certain tacos. kind of people were voting for you. Yeah, fuck it. the nail on the head with that description. So Torch I mean, won a- the popularity contest of Austin. Okay, I'll give him that. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm going to get heated. Hey, but for real though, hey, Torchies, hey, 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 Torchies, if you're hearing this... <laughs> I still down to work with you. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I'll, I'll pour some queso on my turntables. Right. Let's do a we'll queso do music video. No, but but what what are all right? Two top two or top three favorite Austin tacos? Rositas al pastor, which is on Riverside, and they hand make their flour tortillas. El taquito on Riverside as well. Mi uh, tradición bakery up north, and there's also one on Slatter. Slatter. Slatter line. Um, Man, tacos las trancas on on Caesar Chavez. It's super cheap, and it's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's so many. Those are just a few. And and dude, I'm blanking out. I'm like thinking, but I do like I I fuck with like the the taco trucks that don't got name on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know just I mean? got Bart Simpson dude, eating yeah, a taco. Yeah, there's one that's on. What's your go-to there's, taco? Man, like so because of location, I go to Veracruz a lot. Veracruz is bomb. Yeah. It's so bomb. Um, but it's, yeah. 
I fuck with Veracruz. I um, fuck with Veracruz. Too. Yeah, yeah. Veracruz yeah. is hard. Um, Bro, the tacos at fucking Northor are better. Are oh, a million but, times. They got, they got some bomb tacos. They're a million there. times better than Torchies. That's what I'm saying. Like Torchies isn't even a twentieth. And like, if I'm like, if I'm talking like, if I'm like late night, like, yeah. like drunk food, um, and I'm on the east side, I'm probably gonna hit up that fucking food truck by on on, on six and Kamal. The one that's in front of La Perla. Oh, that mm-hmm. one's bomb. That one. Uh, so you know how there's like, like the fried food chicken, dude. That's not the fried chicken. No, there's like you know how there's the food tacos. trucks in front of mm-hmm. Volstead. Mm-hmm. It's it's on the same street as Volstead. It's on the yeah, other yeah, side, on in the, the corner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, that one. They, you gotta speak Spanish to them and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's how you know. And that's then there's know. some shit on, on on North Lamar. Oh yeah, like deep in North Lamar, like Rumberg. Hell yeah, some yeah, something like that. That's that's that, it's this like you take a left turn after after uh, Grover. It's like they're open like twenty four seven, and it's a food truck, mm-hmm. and it's n- and it's not even by clubs or bars or nothing. It's what? just like in a random place. You're, um, gonna, you're gonna have to pin that that one for me because like twenty four hour tacos is something rarely lack. Yes, we need that. Yo. City of Austin, you hear me? Yo, we need that guys, shit. Do some fucking taco <laughs> pop ups late night. Let's y'all, go. y'all wanna, y'all wanna talk about some sneakers and some. Y'all ready for this? Yeah. I see you got some, the Converse, some new Converse. Dude, you know what's funny? I'm wearing these my girlfriend's socks, my fiance's, my partner's socks. I'm engaged. Um, <laughs> and so I have no show socks right now, and you can see my white ass legs. I usually wear higher socks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted just to point for that those out. Who can't see, I just wanted to give the image it, of it, what I look like right now. His legs are half shaven. So, so <laughs> you, you, you got hooked up with a couple Converse, right? So yeah, so I did a panel with Converse. Um, we ate. We and became you, good friends, and they just like what I'm no. doing. No, this was so basically. Um, they were doing some like you know some some research. They were going to different cities and like just finding out about the culture and like. It was like, you know, just converse people coming and you just ask this question. It wasn't like social media related or like there wasn't no cameras there or nothing. And they sent me like a free pair of like golf shoes, like Tyler the Creator golf shoes that were like, that had a, like been sold out. And like he the dude just sent them to me who was like handling everything. Shout out Alex. Super good dude. Um, He kind of like, he ran the whole show basically. And... We we ended up going to Veracruz after, like with <laughs> me and my manager, we took him and two other people from Converse to Veracruz, and we like we just sat down and ate, and we were all we just all got along really well, and like um, I had asked him if he had the these are the ASAP NAS collab, they hadn't come out yet, and he was like, I got you, but they're not like they're not your size, and then like he didn't have them on hand, so he sent me the the other shoes, and then. Whenever I received these, he just sent me a bunch of different Converse. Nice. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, very sweet. Yeah. yeah it's free. And cool they're all like collabs. Awesome. Like he sent me like Stussy collab from like three years ago that's been like sold out. Badass. It's brand new in the box. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. But yeah, you, Converse is really good people. I like. Do you I keep? Hope. Do you keep it in the box or or do you wear? It? I know I wear. The yeah, me fuck too. Out of my fuck shoes, that. I wear my shoes too. Do yeah, you re- destroy shoes like this. Uh, no, nah, I destroy everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You recently got some Jordan fours, right? I oh, just got. Ones. Yeah, I got some uh, retro, some 2006 Sando G's. They're like women's size only, mm-hmm. 
and they got, I wore them for, for they were icy when I bought them. I was crumbled, but I'm gonna take them to the shoe hospital, and then we're gonna make them last. Oh, because they're so old. Uh, they're yeah, like well, like the soul's like falling apart. Like Fuck. it's like separating. Mm-hmm. This needs to be glued, bro. It's good. I got I got some shoes like that. No, yeah, yeah. You could totally fix them. Well, the reason that happens like is because the person who had them didn't they wear didn't them. wear them. Yeah. If you wear them, that doesn't happen. Yeah. So it's always good, even if you have a really. I mean, to just wear them around the house and like get it loose, make it stay, move. Yeah. Keep it loose. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Saying like the glue seizes up and starts, yeah, no, yeah, the, 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 <laughs> that's exactly the what plastic happened. like hardens up and shit. It's yeah, it's real bro. talk. Um, so like you could like microwave your shoe for like ten seconds, every yeah, month and every three months, every six months. I think they do. They wrap them in saran wrap so they could stay fresh. Actually, that's what they do. Put some orange peels in that bag of swag. Put <laughs> <laughs> some mothballs. Um. Cool. I, you know, that was. I like talking about these things, even if it's pretty quick. I just, uh, it's always fun to talk about fashion and tennis shoes. Yeah, man. And, I love uh, shoes. Music man, forward uh, podcast. Oh, Kara bag right here. But it's oh, more yeah. expensive than I can afford. I should, but it's okay because I, I have it now. I got uh since none of us use CD CDJs. I got Joaquin uh, the pot of DJ bag. Oh yeah! Hey, what's up, VJ Fourth Wall in the house? Shout out, Pada. VJ Fourth Wall in the house. Yeah, we are on air. How yeah. are you, sir? This this is what this podcast is about the natural. Mm-hmm. So he said, "Suck it." VJ VJ Fourth Wall is amazing, and he just got here. He's, we're gonna have him on the show. Oh shit! Yeah, let's get him on soon. He, he won't be invited to Shout that out Pada though. Shout out Pada. He got him uh, one of those DJ bags. It's dope, dude. Oh, nice. Dude, because amazing yeah. bag. It's like a uh, bag with for your headphones and a little bag for your USB thumb drives yeah, and all yeah. that. So it's really original and dope. It's dope. Can't fit records in there. No. Can't put a laptop. Nope. You can. You put them in your USB. <laughs> Boom. Did you hear what he just said? <laughs> so let's go back to what we're here for. No, I'm kidding. We're here for everything. But I do want to show music. I think um, there's a two, two couple of tracks you want to show from yeah. your record label. Yeah, I'm going to show you some Zaylin tracks. Okay. You want to bust them out on your phone? Um, yeah, and put it up to the... To yeah, the, absolutely. Uh, no, that's, that's not how we're doing it. Is that how we're doing it? We, we, we did that, but... We, we do it for for time. reference. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. You could send me, you send me the original track. Yeah, but we'll still talk about it. You got a speaker it. or something? No, literally put it on your phone. Yeah, and then send us the link. It's only gonna only play it for 12, 10, 15 seconds, and then we'll plug in the real song for the whole song. All right, bet. In fact, don't even play the song. In fact, don't even... Okay, I'll show y'all after though. Yeah, yeah, you'll show us after. Here, well, we're not gonna do that, so but we're that doesn't go. matter. Don't erase right, this so part. This, is stuff this shit has to be as organic as th- fucking possible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is stuff that's already released. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, well, it's on can't Spotify. drop the ball yet. It's on Spotify, so I can link it in the yeah. not Spotify. Yeah, it's on yeah, it's on everything. Well, we can't do Spotify. Well, what whatever it is, we do whatever we want. Oh, this like, is on Spotify, dummy. It's like that now. Oh, I mean the whole track. I'm just saying I could. Yeah, no, I would like you to put in your tracks that are not in Spotify. I'd like you to put tracks that you only have on SoundCloud, if that's okay. Because we could put the whole song. 
If you only want a Spotify song, we only could put 15 seconds. It's on SoundCloud too, though. Don't matter if it's on both. We can't do if it's on sound. If on, we can't do the whole song if it's on Spotify. License. Okay. Have, we've I, already gone through. I don't it, have so the license. Mm. And I don't but know if how to you get have songs, if anybody knows how to get permission, I'll like, find so something to license, play. I'll uh, find something to play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna play some on release. I'm, I'm gonna play I'm some. Gonna there link, you go. I'm gonna link to these songs in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Spotify ones will have a link for <coughs> you to listen. Oh, he's, oh. he's talking about like doing a DJ podcast. No, I'm talking about just him playing I think it's two 30 seconds with Apple. I don't know. They all do it. it differently. I, I, it's We're him. figuring it out. Do you have distribution for New Wave Sound? Mm-hmm. Are you doing like uh, DistroKid? What's that? This DistroKid. DistroKid. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think it's amazing. It's a right. great tool. Well, here are some music. Here's are some tunes from uh, Joaquin uh, Joaquin's record label, the New Wave Sound. Yeah, here it goes. Myself in the bottom of all. In my eyes, I will never be cold when I'm looking at you. 
This is going to be fun. <laughs> so this will be cut off. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yo, that was dope. Fucking awesome. Sick mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are, that was some music from the new wave sound. Um, super stoked about a lot of your releases. You told me some stuff we're not going to say, but. Yeah, man. We got some, we got some stuff coming up. We got. Whole lot of Zayland. Like right now, we we got what, we have you, mo- multi- what's his name? Zayland. That's his. It's his performing name as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. He's this, a twenty-year-old genius. Awesome man. Yeah, that's great. Dallas, Texas. You know, um, and you you discovered him um, through the new wave. Just going to the parties and stuff. Yeah, and he he Did came play, to me. Has he played he, a party? Yeah, yeah, multiple times. Yeah. Nice. So he came he came up to me. And he was like, "Yo." He's like, you know, this happens a lot. He's like, yo, I make music. Let me show you my shit. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. He texted me the next day. He's like, yo, please listen to my music. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be free at that moment yeah. with my phone plugged in. And I was like, all right, click. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> yo, you that, hit gold. That, I tell you, from experience, just listen to shit people send you. Like, it's the least you can do to anybody that sends you anything. I know, like, man. And I don't do it out of like me being like, oh, I'm too good for nah, that. Yeah. I, I just I, be yeah. like, whenever I get it, I'm it, like, exactly. I'm like busy or like they, they, they come up to me when I'm DJing and I'm like That's at a party exactly. and I'm like, I'm not going to remember the next day to look up your name. Right. You know, like if you they text should have, me, the, follow up with me. The, like The artist sending you something should have the fortitude to like understand when the right time to get something to you. Yeah. But like I found it has always been a good practice to like listen to people's stuff yeah no, it is it is I've, I've met i've gotten to work with a lot of people because even of if that. you're learning what not to do you know what i'm saying yeah well it's a good piece of advice um i don't know we should keep going should we keep going a little longer y'all go Chris, you want to talk about some code no i wanted to talk <laughs> a little bit about just <laughs> real quick about i mean the nerd 30? Nerd 30. <laughs> um some cur- just like current events the passing of uh Nipsey, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle. You know, man. I was talking audio, and audio, and I weren't like super in, like familiar familiar with, with it. But by all this, it seems like I've actually been reading and watching videos about how much he did for the community. Like, yeah, so starting like uh, coding schools for like kids to learn how to code. Nipsey, like, I never, I never like listened to his music, not because I didn't like it. It's just I just never like. We're familiar. I I just did, yeah. but I knew of Nipsey, and like I always knew that like he he like put a lot of work into like setting, being a role model, and like teaching like minorities that like you can own your own shit, you can own a business. That's you can, fire, bro. You can and, like he would have programs. He like had a store in like Slauson and Crenshaw, like in the, in the hood, and like. He was like tr- trying to buy the whole block that he grew up in and like help people and like do, like he was, he just like was like next level, really cared about the community and like people really fucked with him in L.A. and like everywhere and like you know Jay Z fucked with him and like on a like real level because he was like very business oriented. He's like he was an independent artist for like mo- he only like his last album he dropped was on a major record label and like I watched the whole interview on it and like the way he did it was really smart. But he was independent and like I told like he was he's the type of dude that like he had that master P mentality where like 
you know, if you sell 50,000 records independently, that's a, shit, a lot of money. Yeah, and like, bro. And, like, he had a, he released a mixtape where, like, the physical copy was $100. And it was, like, you know, like, it, it was, like, a fan, like, a for the, like, fans. It's, like, a not just a disc, but it was, like, something that's worth 100 But it was, you know, he's selling his music for $100 each. And, like, you know, he always tried to teach people that, like, there's ways to do things on your own or, or even if you do work with like a major record label or you work with big people there's still ways to do it right and right. and like own uh, your shit I, 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 I'm, I was very impressed with especially with this idea of creating your own economy essentially yeah and that's something I've I've told these guys a lot of times like we don't have to exist in uh, a, somebody else's space Like we can exist How we want to exist And create the spaces And create the economy Yeah And support one another And uh, That That definitely resonated Resonated with me Along with some other things I'm learning about the gentleman Cause I've always said Orion is the Latin Master P I really have <laughs> Yeah like the dude, yeah. Right, I, mean, I think we've had We've had P? opportunities I'm, I mean it, bad or good to make a lot money out of things through a sponsor but sometimes you don't want to work with that sponsor yeah you know? man like i've had people come at me with money that it's a lot and then it's like but it's something to feel right and like it's yeah not right yeah. and you're like you just gotta be smart you just gotta be wary man like yeah, yeah. there's a lot of money going around right. and like you can't take it all yeah because i you, can you, you <laughs> get you i mean you just get caught with your hand in the wrong place sometimes i'm like it can uh, cost you more at the um, end of the day or it cannot or like you know everybody has their own everybody I, has their own route right i i definitely have probably an older men mentality as far as what artistic integrity means i definitely understand that some things are not like like i wouldn't take donations or sponsorship money from a lot of different things but i feel like some people who are younger or whatever would well, yeah and not put as much weight on it as i do but so it is said I be. well <laughs> um staying on current events but moving out of the music um you being from venezuela when you moved here you know i it, i i don't know many people i know people that are like oh my parents were from venezuela but you being from there uh how was it when you lived there it was uh i had a very interesting childhood so my mom it was great to answer that question. My mom was, my mom came from like the poorest, most dangerous, one of the most dangerous uh, ghettos in the world. Like my whole mom, like a lot of my mom's family came from like being really poor. Um, my dad wasn't like super poor, but he definitely like had kind of a rough upcoming at times. Um, and, but then he, he was also an activist and like he got into politics and he eventually became a lawyer um and but he was always uh, like an activist and like he always wanted to do good for the community and stuff um so like i came up like i never i was never rich but through my dad's friends since he was in politics i had we knew a lot of rich people but then i also like on the weekends i was visiting my cousins in extremely dangerous places and like I wasn't, I was never, all my homies all had more money than I did. Um, but it was cool. It, it like opened my eyes heavily. Like, to two different worlds. Two different, yeah. And like, 
And what it helped you- me be like, it helped me understand people better and not judge people as much. And like, it just like, I don't hate people who are rich. I don't hate people who like, you know, like there's, there's things that I just look at differently. Because you were involved. I've seen both ends of the spectrum, and I've seen good and bad people on both sides. Absolutely. And like, just like, sometimes I would come home and press would be at my house and my dad would be talking to press and it's like a bunch of microphones in his face and they're in my fucking backyard. Interesting. And uh, was it, what was he, uh, what was he, uh, like what was the, when you lived there, what was, what was he fighting for? Like what was, what was going on when you um, lived there? So like who was, was it Hugo when Chavez I, about, I think like 1998, uh, Hugo Chavez got elected. And like the rest of the world didn't see how bad that was, but if you lived in Venezuela and you like knew, so you you were there, and, yeah. And like from the beginning, my dad was like in the fuck opposition, this. yeah. Um, and like he he was he's a lawyer, but he was like involved in politics, and like he was he like he w- he's not he wasn't like a a loop around the the law lawyer to get somebody who's like a piece of shit out of something. He was trying He's, to help the people. He, yeah, maybe. like politicians who got mistreated or like things who like they got put in jail because of corruption and like that type of lawyer. Like he would try to get them out of jail and like things Just like somebody that. maybe Hugo Chavez didn't like. Oh, that's why I'm here. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, that's kind of. Why you guys moved to Puerto Rico? Yeah. That that is why we and and do you still have family that you talk to hella. in Venezuela? I have hell family. And and what 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 I, the thing is, you see in the news what's going on from two sides, and nobody knows what really is going on. What do they tell you how it Dude, is right there's now? There's no electricity, no food. My parents just had to like buy a bunch of food and send it to Venezuela. Whoa, to my family. There's no like electricity. So they, keep, they do that. There's. I mean, there hasn't been toilet paper and shit like that in years. Like, when I moved, when I left Venezuela, bro, you couldn't leave this. You couldn't walk around the street after 6 p.m. because you get killed for your whatever shoes you're wearing. Because, like, damn, most crime went unsolved That's already. so real, bro. Like, I mean, pol- police over there is corrupt as fuck. Like, I mean, it's the same as Mexico and, like, shit. But, like, I remember being 13 years old and, like, being a dumbass with my friends. And we had, like, a bottle of rum. And like one of my friends' older brothers, like, took his mom's car, and we were like drinking and driving straight bottle of expensive ass rum that he stole from his parents. And like, police pulls us over, and we're like drunk ass little kids. And he's like, "I'll let y'all call if y'all give me that bottle." Oh man! <laughs> I'm like, we're like, Whoop. take it. Cool. That's it. But the crazy thing is that your parents have to send them your family just regular needs. And that had never happened. That's like because it's really critical right now. Like Venezuela right now is in like the most critical state. It's pretty much a breaking point. You can't yeah. go right. You can't go no, back. Yeah. No. No. Especially because I have no. the same name as my dad. Fucking get kidnapped two seconds into stepping in. Yeah, that's rough, man. But where, it's where, actually. Where do you stand on the presidential situation over there? Do you talk about that stuff? Uh, fuck that guy. Yes, like I need the I need him, like he needs to be removed from power. But so Russia just came into Venezuela, right? 
in support I mean, of the Venezuelan government. They've been there for a while, but yeah. But well, now they're like actually mm-hmm. like showing it. Yeah, like Pro- proxy. They're trying to set up another little proxy thing. Yeah, like it's crazy because like a lot of countries don't even recognize the president. President, like they're like the whole like the country the, the country and even the venezuelan military is about to like it's like revolting against the president um the military hasn't just yet but they're right. about to that that's pretty much the holdout the holdout is just the, the military. military but then now there's like the russian military involved whoa right? shit so like right now it's at a it's at a boiling point of like whether this is gonna be like maduro's gonna stay as president forever or we're finally done with this crisis. Damn. Yeah, I, I saw. Th- I don't think it's that cut and dry, but I mean, the, the, I think the Russian Chinese thing plays a interesting part in that. Oh, for sure. That's like a whole. Nother. I saw a picture recently with like just money on the streets of their money, like, like because it's like not worth ha- anything. They, they make like so it's hats like, and shirts and yeah, they're, they're just laying on the streets money. now because it's not mm-hmm. really worth much. It's crazy, man. But it's very interesting having you and tell us about it I think, firsthand. Uh, then, you know, lots of people don't get to meet someone who firsthand witnessed it and witnesses his parents sending their family food or a needs fucking toilet paper, you know? Like, that shit's pretty uh, intense, and um, it's interesting to cover it. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> It's um, a lot to unpack. I mean, it is. We could do another two hours of just this. Yeah, 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 oh, but we can go. I just wanted it. to, you know, I the most important thing was you telling me, you know, are when you are y'all up. familiar with the Monroe Doctrine? Anybody? No. Okay. No. Well, we'll that, we'll table <laughs> that for a later discussion. But I think that's where this conversation could be going. Yeah. It could be interesting, but uh, this conversation could be going. <laughs> <laughs> well, n- tune in now to NPR when we'll talk about <laughs> Venezuela. Three musicians talking about Henry Venezuela. David throws the Monroe Doctrine. No, it's just interesting, and you know, we all came from somewhere that, I mean, Puerto Rico is not doing too well. Mex- Henry Me- David throwed. Mexico is not Th- doing. Did you live in Puerto Rico? Uh, Roosevelt. Uh, no. No. In Panama, yes. In Germany, yes. He lives in Germany. Texas, yes. He lives in Texas. <laughs> you know, there's a cowboys over there. Say, yo, <laughs> yo, know what? There is horses <laughs> on the streets here, guys. We are in Texas. Hey, bro, like I used to live by Bissonette on Houston. The horses out there, too. Hor- motherfuckers be walking around in horses, bro. Yo. <laughs> Shout out to uh, they're fishing. I would I would love. Hey, a horse. shout out Bissonnet, <laughs> Highway Six, Westheimer. Hey, shout out A Leaf. You know, everybody <clears throat> north of I ten is a Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay. Well, anything else before we wrap? You, this, you, uh, you got any more plugs? Yeah, you want any plugs? There have to be events. Which uh, what should we be looking forward to this year from from you and um, the new from wave all, from your project and yeah and. Elevation. Elevation. Elevation, man. Like, I'm taking shit to the next level. Like, I'm legitimizing everything. And, like, I'm working with way bigger brands than I was before. And, like, haven't actually done any of the big things that I'm working on. And they're going to be big. And, like, this, this summer is going to be crazy, boy. Dope, man. It's going to get hot. Up. 
I appreciate you coming into Austin where's, where's and doing this. Where can people find you online? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Instagram is J-O-A-Q dot N. So it's like Joaquin, Links. but without an I instead of an I. It's a dot. Like it lost the little stick. <laughs> um, Beautiful story. You can find me like that on SoundCloud too. Mm-hmm. And on every social media, most importantly, the new wave sound. Instagram. Everything. 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 Twitter. Everything. If you need Word. to email me, Joaquin at the new wave sound. Uh, if you need to call me. Just kidding. I'm not going to give you that. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, you call Yo, me? Don't. <laughs> no, but real talk, I do appreciate you being in Austin and, and revamping our OG asses because, I mean, you need that. You know, we need the newer generation. We're not going to DJ forever and we're not going to. I'm just happy y'all are like open arms, you know, because I respect y'all so much. Well, so it's like thank you. Having the OGs be like. Maybe respect Dorian. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not me. Yeah, don't respect Louie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> He's too short anyways. <laughs> five nine. Five nine. <laughs> just kidding. I'm like five seven. Pushing it. Oh well. Thank you so much, Joaquin. I appreciate you coming yeah. to Thank you for having podcast. Me. Thank you, Odeon Always. I wouldn't be here without you. Thank oh. you to our sponsors. Um none. Red Solo Cups. <laughs> Red Solo Cups. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors, Peligrosa, Discos Peligrosa, VJ Fourth Wall. He's your sponsor. Oh, yeah. We have an awesome equipment thanks to you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you again, Joaquin. We'll see you guys next time. I'm going to have more guests. We're going to have more awesome music. Make sure you tune into all of uh, Joaquin and the New Wave Sounds websites and be on the lookout for more projects.